We're going to start, I want to just read a page 69 again. We ended off with it, but it's of utmost importance, as a lot of the lines in the Sefer. So we'll read it again, we'll speak about it a little bit, we'll go a little further. But as always, the, the tachlis of everything that we're doing is to really, really ingrain it and embed it inside of our systems. So the constant chazara, constant thinking about it, speaking out words of bitachon, speaking like a bal bitachon, even if we're not there yet, that brings us to that place. <clears throat> so we're just going to read 69, we'll just read the English. We've already discussed this. When a person troubles himself with efforts to provide for his financial needs or any other needs, <clears throat> the underline is where? We discussed last week. When he troubles himself, right? when he overexerts himself, this is the problem. Why is he troubling himself? To hasten that which the Creator, maybe he be exalted, has decreed should be delayed. Or to delay that which has been decreed should be hastened. So he wants money, he wants refuah, he wants menucha sanefesh now. So he's going to do everything in his power, overexert himself, he's going to work extra hours, he's going to go to all the doctors, 27 opinions, and he's going to, I don't know, do whatever he has to do to get to that state of menucha sanefesh or any other example. He's going to push himself, overexert himself to get to that place, even though he doesn't realize, but a Baruch Hu decreed that the money, the refuah, and the calm will only happen a week after. There's nothing you could do. It's already been decreed since the beginning of time. Certainly since the beginning of this matzav that you're in. That the money or whatever situation you're trying to relieve yourself of, it's, it has a set, we said, it has a set date. Kaddish Baruch already decided the date. So you trying to overexert yourself to bring it faster is pointless and then it only hurts you. Yeah. Just to use Parnassa as an example, mm-hmm. like, how does one determine the line? Like what, what is over, what's proper, what's overexertion? Like how, do you know what, how does one know where the line is? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard question to, to fully answer. Mm-hmm. But not in such details. I mean, we're going, we have to learn, the goal is to learn the rules and then with our God-given logic, which we believe is God-given, that wisdom that we have, to then try to utilize those rules to, to make these decisions on our own. Right? When, it's, when he says here, the tir sanefesh, when a person troubles himself, so who's going to decide that? I can't decide what's troubling you. Moshe can't, or Moshe can't, choose what's troublesome to you. Each person's going to have his own rules. Based on where he's holding him, his personal characteristic traits. But when you feel like you're over, you're trouble, you're feeling like you're overexerting yourself. You have to stop and say, "Why am I doing this? Am, am I putting in a shtadlus? I'm putting in a shtadlus. But this is too much. I'm, I'm feeling squeezed. I'm feeling bothered. I'm feeling stressed. Now we have to stop and say, one second. Am I doing this because I believe a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants me to do this, or am I doing this because?" HaKadosh Baruch is not in the calculation. We have to stop and you have to ask yourself these questions. The Sefer is a, is a Sefer that's teaching us rules, but then we have to check ourselves with these rules. Okay, so we're a smaller Chaburah now, so I'm going to dial back to somewhere I was 25 years ago. I was an employee at a management company. 
consulting management, management consulting firm. The hours were insane. I was all the lucky ones because I didn't have to travel. Most of anybody who was there, like BCG, Bain, McKinsey, Guzal, those guys, you were 50% of the time you were on the road. You left if it was international, you were gone for two weeks, when it was Shabbat Jewish or not. And if it was in the US, you left Sunday night to be at the client at 8 o'clock Monday morning. And Thursday night, the, whatever the latest flight was, you flew back. Okay. If you, in, whether you were on client side, and I was many times, or whether you were in the, in the home office, you could be working until 11, 12, 2, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, easily yeah. six days a week. Okay. So now, it's, it's not up to you. The only choice that you have is to quit um, if you can find another job. So you, you have, that's massive overexertion. Why? Because the partner who sold the job oversold it and understaffed it, which happened every time. So how do you... Why'd you get that job? <clears throat> you got that job without Bitochem, Yes. You weren't thinking you'd be talking when you got that job. You weren't thinking these rules. No, but I was thinking, oh my God, Ribbon Shalom, look, I was, I was even then thinking, look at this. I, was, I had one major in business, in, in business school, and then I changed, you know, this came along, I changed the whole thing, and I would have not been Matzliach because the salaries were much, much lower, and I wasn't going to be successful. My, my brain doesn't work that way. So Coach Bochum Mamish put me into this job. He absolutely put me into this job. I believe this is Bimunaj I know this to be true. So then I was in this job, and at some, and then I left because it was just. But it took seven years to leave. But you have to make, you know, have to make a reputation. You have to get experience. You have to be able to go somewhere else, and blah blah blah. I mean, this is. No, I get that. But the thing is, if we're learning it this way, absolute all that's all that is love, Dafka. Everything you just said is love, Dafka. How do you how do you know you you just said to me. You, you know that for sure Kaddish Baruch guided you there, for sure. I believe that. Okay, why? Because when you saw that this other job doesn't make so much money... No, because I couldn't do it. There was no other jobs. There you were, can't, it's hard to go back 25 years. It's, it's hard, yeah, but there were... But when you're in the situation, okay. yes, yeah, so you can... If a person has proper Munu Itachon, he should at least tell himself this doesn't make any sense. And if he can quit... I did. Okay, then you could quit. Yeah, but maybe Moshe had to go... Not in a bad way, go through, but like, Hashem was like, he needs to do this because, for, I'm not saying like in a bad way, yeah. but just whatever, like. Tikunim, kapara. Or just like he, this is the only way for him to get him to where he is today or whatever it is. It's, so like, it's certainly people, true. It's certainly true. I know there's the skills that I learned there. The skills that I learned there is everything that I'm needing now. Yeah. So, yeah. Did it happen? Okay. I, so then, but at least you, you should know that this is crazy. I knew that then. At least then. You don't know what would have happened, and you can't go back and to do that. If you would have known this safer 25 years ago, you don't know how things would have been different in your life. You don't know. But we have to go, we have to go now. It's very hard to go yeah. back to that place. Right. No, right? We, you, can, you can have a job where... where, where you know, let's say it's not the job market today, where you can easily job... You know, there are job markets that are very, very hard. This is, all, okay, this is all speculation. It's all... It's too much. It's way too much. Okay. It's all theory. The person who's learning this... Ha- if he, if we could read it and it means nothing to us, or we can read it and let it digest, and then we can live our life based on it. A person who is real, a real Bobby Tuchman, we're talking about a high level Bobby Tuchman, will not choose certain markets because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. We married her. We married her. And that two kids was terrible. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like the barometer here is the word you said trouble. Like once you start to feel yeah, the trouble, the tear the sanefish, if, if, if you were burdened. Long hours, but calm, 
That's then that's your teva. But once the Maybe. barometer seems to be this trouble, yeah. this, this starts distressing you, troubling you. Right. right. There's nothing wrong with long working long hours if that's what a kaddish baruch wants you to do. But right, saying that if you feel too much, it's burdening you. You don't have to. You don't have to. So when a person troubles himself to hasten to bring faster that which the creator says is going to be delayed, not that you know that, or you're trying to delay that which has been decreed to be hastened, or by trying to produce many of that which has been decreed should be few, you're overexerting yourself to make more, or by trying to produce few of that which has been decreed to be many, you're trying to push ahead in whatever it is that you want to do, but you're overexerting yourself. You're finding yourself totally exhausted again and again, mindfully exhausted, physically exhausted, regarding matters of the world, things in physical, physical uh, immaterialism and gashmias. Again, parentheses, not that we're taking this out, we're just not going to discuss it so much right now, with the exception of those matters that are necessary for the advancement of observance of mitzvahs and the study of Torah, that you should exert yourself, but there is also a line of overexerting in Ruchnes as well. That's if you're over, over, you have to put more exertion into Torah and Mitzvahs than into Gashmis. But if you overdo it also, you can break. And I've seen it with my own eyes people breaking, putting too much exertion into Torah and Mitzvahs, whether it be davening, whether it be learning. There is something called too much in Ruchnis. End parentheses. So when a person is trying to overdo it, it is due to his weak understanding of the foreknowledge of God. He doesn't, he doesn't. No, believe, he's not living with the fact that HaKadosh Baruch already has a plan for him. There's already a plan. So how can you hasten something? Heshtadlis, proper heshtadlis, to do what you need to do to get the job done, the mission to be accomplished, no problem. But to hasten, to slow down, to control the situation. Remember Gary last week? To control the situation is a problem. Who are you to control the situation when there's a Rebunjim who controls the situation? We live within his rules, within his plan. We live within it. The plan's already set. The beginning of the set date of whatever it is, whether again, be Parnasa, children, Rafuz, whatever it may be, the end day is set. It's like a Geula, it's a Mashiach, and now we have to live within that, that time frame. So if a person who doesn't who's trying to overexert himself, or he's in the situation where he's overexert himself, then he has a weak understanding of the foreknowledge of God. He doesn't, he's not holding by this condition of the Chavos of Avos. Who knows, Akadosh Baruch who knows and has already decided at the beginning of creation all that is going to be. Already the plan's been set. Because you can have nothing today that didn't have a yesterday that was planned for today. And for yesterday to be planned, you need... The day before and the day before. Nothing can be in existence today without there already have been it being set from the first day of creation. Okay. According to our understanding of Amuna. It is also due to a lack of understanding of the inherent goodness in which he, Hashem, conducts himself with the person. Which is also a facet of Herbitachan, that everything Kaddish Baruch does for us is the best. So why are you trying to hasten? Maybe this waiting period is good for you. It is good for you. One of the main, main yesodos that comes out of, that, that's in life and comes out of Amun and we talk properly, and we've discussed this last week already, is Savlonis, is patience. This is one of the most important midos that a yid can live with. To wait. 
to put your shtadlis in, but wait till a Kaddish Baruch who decides that it's the right time for that thing to happen. And even that thing to happen, we, should, we shouldn't necessarily expect because we don't know if that thing that we're thinking in our mind is, is even right. So we could be waiting, waiting for that thing. Okay, Kaddish Baruch, I'm going to wait patiently because I know, according to the Chavos Levavos, that you already set the plan, so I'm going to wait patiently for it to happen. But what happens if a Kaddish Baruch never even set that plan to be? Right? You, have this, you have this plan. Okay, Kaddish Baruch I know you're going to send me $300,000. You're going to send me a refuah. But now I believe, according to the Chavos Levavos, I have to wait. I'll put my shtadlis in. I'll go to work. I'll go to the doctors. I'll do the thing. But I'll wait patiently. I'll be in control emotionally. I'll have bitachon in you that this waiting period is the best. Whoever Kaddish Baruch Hu's never decided that you're going to have that three hundred thousand dollars, or he never decided that that refu was going to come to you, or Chas Hashem, whoever it is, maybe it's not even the proper plan. So you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, which is good, but it could come to a point where you can't wait anymore—a year, two years, five years. You know, you're, you're learning chavos of levels again and again and again. It could come to a time the person says, "I, I Kaddish Baruch, this is that's it. I, I've, done, I've already waited enough." Which already shows a lack of bitachon. It's a high level. But who says you should, have been in, you should have even been expecting that plan that you expected? Of course, we're human, and we and we have. It's logical that we just automatically come up with these plans. But we always have to say, "In Hashem, if this is what Hakadosh Baruch truly wants, and if He truly wants another plan, I'm going to wait patiently for that. I don't know. It's very important." This patience, savlanus, is is, the, is one of the highest virtues. Keep a person that that's one of the most important meters when we're trying to stay calm, we're trying to stay happy, right? So he finishes off and he says, because in truth, everything Hashem does is for the person's good. Everything is that's part of the most basic yisodos of bitachon. What a kodesh does is for the best. So whatever plan he chooses, however long it takes. It's set, and I'm going to do what I can do in the interim, according to Kaddish Baruch Hu's rules, not overexert myself, not become stressed or anxious about it, not to worry, but put my ishtadlis in besimcha. I sent out, I mean, I, I, some people, I don't know if got it or not got it, I sent out the bitachon by last week, a mathematical equation. Everybody see the mathematical equation? It's good to write it, but I wrote bitachon equals, oh, just one more line before, because we ended off last week by saying, that the goal is to do hashtadlis without, without emotional attachment to the results. That's proper hashtadlis. Because the Kaddish Baruch already decided what the plan is going to be. So what's, what are you so connected to the results? He'll decide whether it happens, when it happens, like we just said. So to have proper hashtadlis, it can only be with an, um, uh, I'm sorry, an emotional detachment to results. So last week, so in the, in the Bitochan by I wrote, Siyata Deshmai, I think it's Emes. It's Emes. It came from above. Bitochan equals emotional attachment to the goodness of Hashem plus, now in parentheses, you have to remember your PEMDAS days, plus Parentheses, hishtadlis, hishtadlis, minus 
emotional attachment to results, and parentheses. So bitachon equals emotional attachment to a Kaddish Baruch Hu's goodness. It's all good. Plus, hishtadlis, you need to do hishtadlis, but what kind of hishtadlis? The hishtadlis that does not have an emotional attachment to the results. So now you can live life. Every moment, Kaddish Baruch Hu, this is the best. You're great. And I'm going to work. I'm going to the doctors. I'm going to the psychologists. I'm going to deal with my children, whatever the situation may be, but without any attachment to any type of results because I don't even know what the proper result is. I just know that it's going to be good. Back to emotional attachment to Hashem's goodness. That's the mathematical equation that we can live with. That's possible. One say, I was just prasa, that that everyone's tiras nefesh is different. That like meaning that that someone used not not saying most what you used to do as an extreme example, but like someone who like is working where he travels a lot, right? And does like whatever it is. But you have one person that in a normal way it bothers a lot, not using picking on you, but it's like you know, and then another person where like he's from Yid and like Whatever that he does, and was you know his family, but his life, and he 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 feels specifically doing that. He feels very. He feels like he is li- like doing what he's supposed to be doing in this world, you know, by like living that life, and his wife's aligned with it, and his works with mishpacha, and like he does work a lot, and but but and that that person compared to another person, that other another family could be like, that's like not shy for that family, right? So, so like, hundred percent, Moshe, yeah, okay. Gary Esther. 100%. Tear doesn't is dependent on each person and situation. If he's honest. That's the answer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. However, however, this is not this moment what we're doing, but you have a person who's working very long hours, very happy to do it. His wife's, everybody's happy. It's working out perfect. But he's not learning during the day. Right. He's not learning, let's just say. So is he living with Bitochen or he's not living with Bitochen? So it also depends. If he's a person who could learn and he's just nervous about not making parnasa, so he's putting all his efforts into parnasa, even though he's happy doing it, so we have another issue bitachem. Right. I just want to point that out. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of this nekuda, everybody's different. That's why this, is a, this, is, this rule book that we're learning is, is a safer klali. A person has to learn it and then say, where am I holding? It's always, I, I, I don't think that there's an exception. Almost always we'll go with the exception, I'm sorry to speak out with anybody, even a friend, what you're thinking, based on the rules of, of Chavos Levavos. It's very important to have a Chavrus in that, or a Rebbe, a, a, to, say, to say out what you're thinking, and then have the other person say what he feels about it, because you can get stuck. These rules are, they're not so posh. They're, they're subjective, and you need to say out to a person, you know, what you're, does this make sense? I'm working these long hours, I'm happy doing it, Am I, am I keeping to be talking? Am I not keeping to be talking? So then we'll ask the guy, well, how's your davening? How's your learning? How's, how's other parts of your, you know, life? But yeah, everybody's, this is very subjective. So the goal, the goal is to relinquish control and to, and to live this way where HaKadosh Baruch has already decided what's going to be, whatever that may be, and to live with Savonis. So let's read it in the bottom. If Hashem has decided 
that a person will have something at a given time, it will come to him at that time without his need to worry or overexert himself. To do his list, to put in effort, yes. Over effort, over exertion, that's not good. He will not be able to make it happen earlier by exerting himself. And the, the, one of the big nisyonas is that sometimes it seems as though you put in extra efforts and something happened. That which you wanted actually happened because you put in those extra efforts and you were really stressful. So does that, what does that mean? What happens when a person needs the, again, he needs the certain amount of money and he overexerts himself. It's clearly he's overexerting himself. He's putting many more hours into work than he usually does. He's stressed, he's anxious, he's worried, but at the end of the week, the money comes in. So how do we view that? Are you going to answer the job or are you going Question. So hold on one second. Hold that question. Was it, I mean, I, a question was like, it, it's, it's against this. I know, but it, it depends. If that whole oh. time he's davening and saying to Hashem, I, I'm putting their stalls in because I see I need to do this. And, and, and I'm doing this because I believe I need the money. And at, at the end of this, if, you know, if it's your will that you give me the money, then great. And if not, then not. Again, it's a high I'm saying, like, if you approach it that way, that's a way of tachon, even though you work in those hours. Could be. It could be. If you if you if you're actually diving that, and, yeah. yeah, it could be. He could remind himself. Many times, people in business could attest to this. They could be putting in those hours, and it doesn't come through. Right, so it just that's the way it was meant to be, whether he did it or not. So he, right, he was, he it was, was that plan. Set. That plan was already set that it was going to come. <clears throat> Your overexertion, he has to remind himself, and this is the, but this is the trick. It's overexertion. It seemed as though it brought it faster. But Kodesh Baruch Hu says, well, you silly guy. I was going to give it to you anyway within the week. So that's, it's, that's a big nisayim. Because then we learn from that. If you don't have the proper eyes of Bitochon and, and the checks and balances, you overexerted yourself. It came to be, and now you learn. It gets in the system. If I overexert myself, it equals what I want. That's not true. That's, that's a big nisayim, that we trick ourselves. And we grow up that way. That's how the whole world works. So that's how we live. That's the system we live within. And Moshe, you're also right. If that person is, he's overexerting himself, but he's, but he's really davening, I know this is crazy, but, I, but I'm, I'm not holding in that place to be talking yet. And he's honest. So then he's still, Kodesh Baruch still planned it to be at the end of the week. He didn't make him come faster, but at least he's holding on to be talking as it happened. See, that's going to be a tikkun for Gary's guy. Or, not your guy, the guy I'm talking about. Where he overexerted himself and he didn't have any bitachon and it just happened. He's, this guy's going to be in big trouble. In bitachon world. But at least we should be davening. And putting in that, 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 that with, with the mind and the mouth. I know this is crazy. I learned the Chavos Chavos, it's crazy. But what do you want me to do? I am stressed. I am anxious. I'm not holding at that level yet. It's fine. Be honest. Be honest. <coughs> so I'm dominating to you, and even if it does come within the week, I know it's because you said it to be. But he still overexerts himself, and he, and he stresses, and he, and, he, and he puts in way too many hours. But okay. At the end of the day, he'll be able to say at the end, thank you, you're the one who did it. It wasn't me. He'll be able, I think he'll be able to do it. We have to know where we're holding. It's very, very, it's also part of a vote of Hashem to know where you're holding. Not to trick yourself. Because then you can have situation where you're 
doing something not you know, like this. Sometimes a person thinks he's wrong. According to Bitochon, I should never overexert myself. Yeah, according to the highest level. So therefore, if he ever overexerts himself, he thinks he's not living with Bitochon, and therefore, he's living a split personality. We discussed it at the end last week a little bit. But a person has to know, this is a high madrega. We want to be there. So talk to Kodesh Baruch about it. There's a way to be a Baal Bitochon, even while, quote-unquote, making a mistake. But it's not really a mistake. Because if you're pumping in the Bitochon... As you're overexerting yourself, that's not a mistake at all. That's actually living hishtalas according to your madrig of bitachon. Does that make sense? It's very, very important. Because people, we're so hard on ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. We read this in Chavos Avavos and we say, okay, I can never, ever overexert myself or else I'm not a bal bitachon. That's what comes out of this. That's how a person can understand. That's probably how most people do take it. So therefore, what happens? We discussed this last week. Most people do overexert themselves at work. It happens. We're not the highest level. And therefore, they, this page gets like ripped out. They, just, they don't believe it because they can't. It's a steer to their life. Either I'm wrong or the safer is wrong. Well, I, put it, I overexerted and it came to be and therefore the safer must be wrong. Subconsciously. It doesn't say that consciously. This is how our brains work. So instead, know what you're holding. Continue to put in your efforts of bitachon, tefillah, dibur, hisboididis, whatever you can do, at the same time that you're, you're trying to work on bitachon. We're trying. We're always trying. There's something called, Revolbi has an Ali Shor, very, very important. He talks about the concept of hislamdus. Hislamdus really means like training. Because hislamdus means you're, you're teaching yourself. You're working on yourself. You're training. So if a person went to training camp, okay, he's training, he wants to become good at something, and he goes and he messes up. What's the proper thought of a person? The proper thought. He's going to train, and during his training, he messes up, right? It's a 10-week program, and the second week he messes up, whatever. There's still three, four, five. What's the proper thought? Part of his training. Part of my training. Simple. This is what I'm training for. To train doesn't mean you're perfect. It can't be. I'm, the fact that I'm training means I'm not perfect. So why is it that when we're in training mode, we destroy ourselves that we make a mistake? Isn't that a steer? We know we're in training mode, but at the same time, we demand ourselves of perfection. We are in training mode in Bitach. And in davening, and in learning, and in, in everything. In child raising, everything. We're in, we're in Islamist mode. Islamist training. So there's no such thing as a mistake as long as you're trying. This is like we have to, this is like Ribbon Ahmed 101. See this 101. It's also God godly wisdom 101. Does this not make sense? We're always who could tell who could say that they're an expert in anything? Just because you, the world views you as something high in this area. Still, between you and God, you know that you don't know. We're always training. Therefore, that Revolvi talks about it's very important. It, prepare, it, it, it protects a person from gaiva. It protects a person from stress and anxiety and worries and all the bad stuff that comes when he person is wrong and makes a mistake. As long as you're on the right path and you're trying, shiva yipal tzad give a calm. Get back up. 
So I overexerted myself. So what? So I'm not a Babi Tovan? No, I'm a Babi Tovan in training. Kajbo, help me continue. Help me not to overexert myself next time. Instead of chucking the whole safer, it says, that's it, this is too hard for me. I'm done with Bitochen. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Joe. Sorry, I know it was a long-winded uh, break. No, it's great. Maybe you already covered this, but what is, how do you know that you put in the right amount of effort? Exertion. You mean, how do you know that you're not under-exerting? Yes. Oh. Did you already, I'm sure you already covered that. No, we didn't actually, because most people think about over-exerting. See, the, the problem with underexerting, and this is, have it in my little notes I over here. I fall in that bucket. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. <laughs> the problem is that if a person, ha- this can happen also. If a person has a high level bitachon, Kaddish Baruch sets everything. Everything is, is good. He sets everything. Therefore, I don't need to do hishtadlis. I can be, well, I could do less, and therefore, but it's really hiding behind laziness. See, underexertion is laziness. Or, not underexertion. Yeah, well, too little effort. Right? Everybody has a, has a level of ishtadlis that he has to do. If you do too little, it's laziness. It's against bitachon. If you do too much, you're overexerting yourself. Again, it's against bitachon. So you're, Joe, you're asking, how do I know that I'm within the realm of, of normalcy? Yes. Because Sounds so simple. No, it's not. No, it's true. It's 100%. It's a lifelong avoider. But, but the person has to be able to look at themselves in the, in the mirror and say, okay, you know what? I, I'm, I need this financial goal, and I think HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I believe HaKadosh Baruch is working out for me. I know I'm not supposed to be too much. I'm not supposed to be overexerting myself, not doing too much. Um, I know that I want to put in Hishtadlus. Um, and I think if I put in this Hishtadlus and then go to the base matters for two, three hours and then play with my kids for two, three hours and I'm a good father or a good, you know, mother, whatever. That's, you know, a person can have that belief but they can still be wrong. You, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm putting in a reasonable amount of work and, and, and I believe I could be both and, and besides that I'm going to be a good person and learn and things. A person has to, has to know himself and has to know the rules. But the, it's like this. First of all, is a person making enough pranasa? You're talking about parna- in pranasa? Get, yeah, in the business. Let's say in business. World. If a person's making enough pranasa, so he's not underexerting, he's not doing too little because you're making what you need. There's nothing to talk about. We're talking about a guy who's not making it. Otherwise, the question doesn't start. We're talking about a guy who's not making enough money. Right? If a guy's making enough money and he's happy, so then, what do you mean? There's no under effort. You put it in, you got the, Kaddish Baruch gave you the money. Now go do something good with your life. You know, go dive in and learn. Right. So that's that's subjective. It's very subjective. According to the rules that we're talking, you also have to know. We have to. There's a lot of things to talk about. People are. Yeah. So what if someone's put in 70 percent effort, but they have higher bitachon? Maybe is that balance things out as opposed to someone putting one hundred percent effort and having? I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure what you mean by sixty percent effort. What does that mean? It, there's, there's mind, there's time, there's a lot of different things you could so be putting if, effort into. If I have six hours to work a day, I'm only really 100% focused and productive three of those hours. That's because of your... 50% effort or 60% effort. Why? Wait, you're only... I'm not saying that's the case with me, but if I have six hours to work a day, and I'm only 
focus, like really getting stuff done four hour, four of those hours, and that's probably not put in 100% effort. It's, there's too many rules. There's too many. Okay. We'll just figure out later because who said? I don't know. If your capacity is only four hours, yes, you have six hours to work, but if your capacity of focus is only four hours, which a lot of people are, has, so what's the extra two hours? It's just a waste anyway. What are you or, doing? Or I guess better example, if let's say someone's running a consulting firm, they need to put in maybe invest a certain amount into marketing and sales, but they might think, you know what? I don't need to do that. Hashem's going to send me the business. <clears throat> That's maybe more what I'm, there, there has to be a balance between Teva, we discussed this last week also, okay. the, the nature of the business world, at the same time realizing one million percent that the nature of the business world is all because the Kaddish Baruch decided. So for a person to not do any marketing in a business where everybody markets, so then you're, that is, that's too little effort. You can't do that. Yeah, if you're, if you're the Veltz Balbi Tachlan, you probably wouldn't even be at that job. But then I guess it's possible. But again, you probably wouldn't be at that job. You have to go with what's normal. You can go within, right? You don't have to go more than normal. No, I've, I have to put the extra ads in because I want to make my name great. That's too much. Um, normal person spends $5,000 a month on marketing. I'm going to spend 2000 It's possible, but that might be, that might be under. You have, to, you have to check yourself. You have to ask yourself, where is that coming from? Is it coming because I'm a cheapskate? Because I'm lazy? Or because I really have bitachon on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So if your answer, when you're analyzing your thoughts, why am I only spending $2,000 or two hours out of the five, whatever it may be, why am I doing this? If the first thought that pops into your head is because Kaddish Baruch Hu runs the world and why do I have to do more than that? Great. So you're about bitachon. But if the first answer is, it's a little too much money right now and the Kaddish Baruch Hu runs the world, now we have to start analyzing even deeper. Where, what do you really... Where are you really holding? That's what I'm saying. You have to speak out with a friend. Sometimes it's very tricky. Almost always it's very tricky to know. Thank we, you, we, trick, we check ourselves. We, we trick ourselves. <clears throat> Again, this, these, these, these questions are so good because this is how you have to analyze yourself. And it's not... We, we, how, how often does a business check, check, you know, check their numbers, their books? More often than we check our bitachon. Why should it be any different? If we would check our bitachon more than our books, we wouldn't need to check our books so much. You should turn, you should turn these questions into like a, a case study book addendum to this saber. <laughs> it, it would be very difficult. You have, to take, current, you have to take these conversations that we just had and, and just type it up. You, right. This happens all the time. And this is business. What about refuels? What about you know, raising children? What about even in Ruchnius that has to be understood properly? We're not there fully yet, but... Okay. Let's go for a few more minutes here. It's page 70. Did I, uh, I don't even know if I finished. I didn't finish. We get, we're getting... <laughs> we keep staying on the same paragraph every week. <laughs> we're not moving. Which is a good thing. Similarly. You think, you know. It's good. Similarly... Let's start the paragraph again. This time, but I'm going to read quick. I'm not going to stop till we get to similarly. So, if Hashem has decided, <laughs> if Hashem has decided that a person will have something at a given time, it will come to him at that time, without his need to worry or overexert himself. He will not be able to make it happen earlier by exerting himself. Similarly, 
if it has been decreed that a person will receive a certain amount of money for his livelihood, it is not in his power to change it. Any extra effort, subjective, you have to work on that, any extra effort a person puts into his livelihood or other needs is due to his lack of understanding of the ways in which Hashem functions and his lack of belief in Hashem's inherent goodness. We can also become burdened when we under-effort. Right? We could be, I should do more, I should be doing more, I should be doing more. Maybe you should be. However, regarding those worldly matters that are necessary for the purpose of learning Torah and the observance of mitzvahs, the person is required to make an extra effort. An extra effort, but not extra, extra sometimes. Sometimes extra, extra is a burden and that destroys a person. Extra effort, more exertion. Because Why? Because the Yetzirah is always pushing against your regular effort, so you need to put more effort in. But extra, extra, or sometimes extra, extra, extra effort might be the Yetzirah the other way. So again, with Ruchnius, we're fighting against the Yetzirah. So that's why you have to always put in a little bit more. But too much is also Yetzirah. Like the, like the Chavetz Chaim used to, te- used to put guys to bed early, because the guys are like, no, no, Rebbe, you want to stay up till 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock learning. Chavetz Chaim says, that's the Yetzirah. Because then the next morning you wake up late for davening. Then you're going to be late for learning. And then you're going to be thrown off. And then da, da, da. That's also Yetzirah. This is because when it comes to the service of Hashem, we have the principle that everything is in the hands of heaven aside from the fear of heaven. Hakol bidei shemayim, chutz So in that place of your shemayim, avodas Hashem, you have to put extra effort in. Page 70. Since Hashem gives a person free choice regarding these matters, it follows that he can and should make extra effort in these matters. <clears throat> Okay. This concept has already been alluded to by the wise man, King Solomon, Shlomo HaMelech, when he said... In Kohelis, everything has an appointed season. And there is a time for every matter under heaven. After saying this, he mentions 28 different things that have set times. As he says, a time to give birth and a time to die. Until the end of his list, see there, to see the whole list. And everything in life fits under there somehow. Until the end of the list, he says, a time for war and a time for peace. And that Muhammad could be the world's Muhammad, it could be in your mind a Muhammad, it could be with people a Muhammad. Similarly, he says, for time and fate will overtake them all. Kaddish Baruch decides when these things start, when they're in the middle, when they're in the end. So we have to have bitachon. We have to have savlanas. And it is our bechira. You want to know where our bechira is? Our bechira is in how we, re- we react to these situations of life. That's your bechira. What is your emotional reaction? What is your behavioral reaction? To that which is going on. That's Bechira. That's your choice. Do you want to go with Bitachon? Or not? That's your choice. These verses are brought as a support that a person is not able to hasten that which has been decreed to be delayed or vice versa because everything has an appointed season. He also says, for the highest over the high weights and there are higher ones over them. This is brought as a support that although we perceive the causes of events in a certain way, in truth, those causes have higher causes, or as we've discussed, earlier causes. 
and that ultimately everything has been preordained by Hashem. This Pasuk is very deep in Panemius, Ki Gavome Al Gavo is referring to Sphiros and Olamos. It's not for now, but it's all based in what we're discussing now. Let's finish up this last paragraph. Vahalichos dine habori yesale yoser na alamos vahamukos velyonos mehagil yedios chelkein kol shekein klol. The ways in which the Creator upholds His decrees <clears throat> are too hidden, deep, and lofty for us to understand, underline, even part of them. It's a chok. So even what you think you understand, sometimes the, 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 the panemius of chok is when you think you even have a mitzvah that's understandable, that it's also chok. You think you know, but you don't really know. That's what we have to get to. But we, what we do know, right? To live a life if we don't know is, is, is not a good thing. We do know that it comes from the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We do know that it's good, right? That we do know. All the more so we are not capable, or, I'm sorry, all the more so are we not capable of understanding all of them. So if we don't, can't even know part of them, then we can't know all of them. The verse, Pazik says in Yeshaya, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So even when we see Teva, we see Teva. Sometimes A plus B equals C. Sometimes it's true. It happens again and again. But A, it doesn't always happen which should prove to us that these are not rules that are above Hashem, the Kaddish Baruch Hu guides them. That's why they don't always work. But even when things, the sun rises every day, that's, that's, that's a rule that hasn't changed for a long time, right? That happens every day. Even when it's cloudy, you know the sun is rising. The goal is to know that that Teva is really Kaddish Baruch Hu behind it. So within every Teva, we discussed this last week. It's really a Kaddish Baruch Hu guiding it. That's what we have to think. And that's what we have to say. That's what all Pesukidism is about. It's saying that this stuff that's going on in this world is not just the trees that are here. Is not just because there's a mother nature. The Boreolim decided that there should be a tree here. And therefore he decides all of the Teva. <clears throat> and with that combination of seeing the Yad Hashem within the Teva, then we'll see the Yad Hashem even when things go awry or they, they don't go with the rules of Teva. And we'll be able to stay calm and focused and besimcha with bitachon in all situations. Okay, Mitzvah Shemuel. See you next week.